Previous studies have shown global differences in nitrosamine levels due to variations in tobacco blending and curing practices around the world, said in a statement. Hey, is that all you have to say, David? Maybe if you tour the cancer wards and hospices and death watch bedrooms where your loyal customers are gasping for life, you might wipe that smarmy smile off your face. Maybe. Hey, you know, if you want to kill them later... You got to go hook them young. Yeah, here's Camels leading the charge. A recent marketing campaign uh, for the soulless folks at Camels knows that about 80% of smokers take up the habit before age 18 and they're playing it big time. The ads for Camel Number no. 9 cigarettes, which ran in magazines such as Vogue, Cosmopolitan, and Glamour, were a hit with girls ages 12 to 16. Oh, congratulations, Camel. So says a study of 1,036 adolescents published online recently in pediatrics, okay? Now get this, promotional giveaways for the new brand. This is Camel's number nine, which was launched in 2007, included berry-flavored lip balm, cell phone jewelry, purses, and wristbands. This is out-and-out criminal activity. And I say everyone involved, from the amoral ad zombies who dreamed up this perfidy in their vodka-soaked minds, to the 20-somethings passing out the poison, should be perp-walked to the Grim Reaper's court, every one of them. David Howard, a spokesman for R.J. Reynolds, which makes Camel, says the ads were aimed at adults, noting that 85% of the magazine's readers are over 18. You know, There is a special place in hell for scurrilous liars like Davy Boy, where the specters of the young girls he has condemned blow Camel 9 smoke in his face for an eternity. And don't think he's getting off light, because researchers at the University College of London have quantified another health risk for those exposed to secondhand smoke, mental health ills. In a study of 8,100 men and women in Scotland, researchers documented a 50% greater risk of psychological distress in non-smokers with the highest levels of nicotine residue in their blood compared with those with the lowest levels. And what's particularly worrisome is that for the majority of the population, even transient exposure to secondhand smoke is sufficient to have an effect. Yeah. Mainly, all those kids at home where their parents, frustrated at work, where they have to cower outside the building in the rain to catch a ciggy, are coming home and lighting up.
show off your bad manners. Once again, for our June special event, this is the six weeks of June, right? 
And it is time for, um, well, what do we call it? The inside of your Oz, I, I like think. That. You like, I like that? that? The yeah, inside of your Oz. Theater that happens inside your Oz. And uh, today it's a strange tale of a supermarket cart that seems to have its own mind. Mm-hmm. Script is by Brian Price, and the performer is, well, yours truly. When I, I come to the mart... I was, I was 75 years old. At the time, I hadn't expected to go back to work, but well, I'd owned some Enron, drank a little more than I should. Betty dying. Now, my neighbor Fred, he said, you, you ought to go to work at the mart. It ain't hard. Get you out of the house. And I went down there, and I told him I didn't want no indoor job. No, I didn't want nothing to do with being no toothless greeter. Smiling, putting stickers on things. I wanted to be outside. Now, I didn't mind. I didn't care about the weather. I wanted to be a cart wrangler. Management didn't think I'd be able to keep up. Heck, what's there to keep up with? I can push a shopping cart. I I can push a row of shopping carts just as good as any kid. As a matter of fact, I taught those high school kids a few tricks. How to, how to balance and ride a cart around the corner. How to make sure a bent basket don't get caught in the middle of a row. How to bend back a bent wheel and do it my way. Well, you'd have time for a smoke. 